Hey, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. If you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes so your friends know that they can learn from the show. Now, enjoy the show. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to another edition of DIY Money. DIY money. What's shaking, Logan? You know, it's uh, we're in the summer. We just uh, had Memorial Day weekend. I know this episode's going to go out in a couple weeks, but uh, been working, got the house all done, ready to go on a little summer vacation here in the next week. Where are you going? We're going down to Florida. Um, going to have both families down there. So my family will be half the week. Her family will be half the week. We'll be at the beach for oh, some time. Boy. We'll be in the villages, which is basically like... Um, it is a retirement community that is. Uh, Everybody knows what the village. Yeah, is. we know what the village. So, is, but it's the fun. the you know you're in the stage of life right now where it's. I mean, I, I, I'm sure your parents maybe will listen. Maybe they don't. Maybe they never listen to these episodes. But you're in that weird stage where it's not that fun to be on vacation with your parents. <laughs> like, like what is this? Because they're paying. Or well, what, what is the deal here? Spill the beans. We're working out like a. We have again half the week with one, half the week with the other, and uh, it's a cheap all, vacation. Can they not all? Co- well, they, we, we will, we will. In the middle of the week, they're both like getting like together. Wednesday seven to nine. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> well, I, boy, I'm going to talk to you more about this off air because this <laughs> intrigues me a great deal. Now, when you have newborns, you always oh, yeah. want to go That's on vacation with your parents because grandparents they're like oh you know we'll watch them one night will you go out and you can go out in the town and you're so your wife now oh i'm gonna make a lot of people mad here she may be like no we don't need to do that like i got it mm-hmm. like, that's how my wife always was i'm gonna she's not listening to this so she was always like i got it i don't need we don't need the extra helping hands and so i was always like okay no big deal worst mistake ever <laughs> Because the reality is you lose those times yeah. when you have children. And you, well, I don't you'll lose them, but you really have to protect them. So when you go on vacation with family members that are like, well, we'll hang out with the kids. We'll take the kids so you can, like, nap. <laughs> Wouldn't that be amazing? I'm a hip old granny who could hip-hop, bebop, dance till you drop, and yo-yo make a wicked cup of cuckoo. So, yeah, but no no kids? Like, yeah. I don't know. That's... Well, it's just, we're trying to... And the villages? Dude, it's fun. It's it is. Like, it is like college for old people. But my, but my parents old. have a house down there, and uh, we're going to go play pickleball for a couple days. But we have a car, so we're going to go down to Orlando, uh, just the two of us for yeah, a couple yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Her and I are going to get out and do some fun things. Have you cleared stuff. this with HR? Because I didn't see this on the oh, calendar. Oh, it's clear. Oh, it's, my gosh. It's done and clear. Ay, ay, ay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's great. Uh, I know I missed a few episodes. I heard Allie was a rock star. Uh, she that's was great. Phenomenal. She was and, great. And uh, let's see. Anything else to update on? Apparently, it's coffee talk now and not bro talk. No. I oh, because we have a girl. Yeah. Okay, coffee talk. That's fine. Neither you nor I have coffee at this and moment. And I never so drink today coffee, is bro talk. so that's fun. Bro talk with the boys, coffee talk with the gals. There you go. I like it. Um, okay, well, yeah. What's going on in your world? Oh, man. I've returned from epic travels myself. Um, it's been a whirlwind, but amazing. Getting ready to do another one short this time, which is nice. And then throws of summer. Throws. I will say, though... Uh, running on point, mm. eating fitness 
on point. You're crushing it. I'm I'm back to my my head is back in the game. And for those of you out there that listen and and know the the struggles of of the mental aspect of fitness or health, it's it's hard, but I'm on point right now. I'm on fire. Today when we do Chipotle, it will be a veggie bowl. No rice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Fire. On fire. Killing it. All right, let's go. We got a good question from Matt. What do you got? D-I-Y! Hey, Quint, Daniel, and Logan. My name is Matt, and I'm from Fairfield, Connecticut. Hope all's well, and thanks for taking my question. I've been listening for a year or two, and I really appreciate the content. I'd also like to be added to the laundry list of names who are pro-bro talk, so please keep it up. Also, Quint, I'm originally from the Wallkill, Newburgh area. I don't necessarily consider it upstate New York because it was like eight or ten more hours of New York above where I'm from, but everyone else seems to, so shout out to upstate New York. I have a question about investing in inheritance. We unfortunately lost a close family friend recently, and we were surprised to find out that we were in their will and received an unexpected inheritance. We have two boys. One is almost six, and the other is two and a half, and the main point of this inheritance was for them. We have a sum of about $20,000 sitting in a high-yield savings account, and we've begun investing in a custodial account for each of them. We've been dollar-cost averaging for the past few months, but I was wondering if that or investing the lump sum is the better move, in your opinions. Quick background about our finances, if that's more helpful. We have a mortgage, but are otherwise debt-free, have fast cash, and an emergency fund that'll cover us for about five months, should anything happen to our jobs. We've also been contributing to retirement consistently. I appreciate the time, along with your insight and expertise. Take care. Wow. Uh, First of all, Matt, sorry for your loss. I know that this was a question submitted almost a year ago, and there was a reason we didn't use this at that time, because we answered another podcast that had a specific question about dollar cost averaging versus lump sum. Actually, Matt followed up shortly after sending the email. He goes, well, I just listened to that podcast, so I guess I have my answer. But I wanted to bring it back around because I think it's important for us to to address this periodically. However, a couple of things. Uh, Wallkill uh, is like, what, an hour and a half north of the city? <laughs> I mean, you. you and a sh- shout out to the upstate. You're right. Where is the line? No, really, where is the I line? I don't know where it is. Do you know where it is? No, no idea. No clue. Uh, but it was funny growing up when I would tell people, like, I'm from upstate, and they'd be like, oh, like, White Plains area, which is like a half an hour north of Bronx. I mean, it's like ridiculous. So, no, you know, you're right that there's a lot. I was, like, from Canada. I mean, basically, we, as soon as I turned 18, went to Niagara Falls. <laughs> Canada. Yeah, you're right. And yeah. I'll let you understand why at 18 I went to Canada. But <laughs> nonetheless, that's how far upstate I was. Now, we did spend a lot of time in the city, which was a lot of fun. But anyways, thanks for the shout out. Um, we had a situation. I had a, a cousin very, very close to me in, in and in age. He was only a year older than me. And he passed away at a very young age in a tragic car accident. It was absolutely awful. Uh, literally one of those life-shaping moments. Uh, however, that said, he left some funds to his uh, brother and subsequently his step-sister and brother as well. And the stepsister and brother were quite young. And so it set up this legacy because he just happened to name them as some beneficiaries on some things that basically paid for their college. It was it was absolutely amazing. And the 
brother, the 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 biological brother, my other cousin. I know a lot of family tree stuff here, but stick with me. Not the step brother and sister, but the but the biological brother. He has a sizable Roth IRA today because of that small, and at the time it was small, uh, inheritance that he got from his uh, brother. The long-term compounding interest is is meaningful. You are going to see that in your situation. I say all that because if you are a young person and you think, well, I don't need to worry about beneficiaries or naming – you do, like especially if you're married or especially if you have young children or even if you're not and you're setting up a retirement account. The, the, the thought is, well, I'll just leave it to my parents. I strongly urge you, I see this all the time, if you're a young person signing up for a retirement 401k and you're not married and you don't have kids and you think, well, I'll just leave it to my parents, don't do that. No, oh, that's terrible. Daniel would scold me for saying that. You're not driving and you're grounded for a month. Consider not doing that. Consider like your cousin or your sister or, you know, your younger niece and nephew. And and really, if something tragic were to happen to you, would that would be terrible. But if it did, you could then significantly impact the lives of others. You wouldn't just, you know, upload it to your parents who, you know, are probably already in retirement and, you know, hopefully got their, their situation taken care of. Now, I'm not going to dissect too much. I'll let, let Logan go into that about the dollar cost averaging, but the lump sum. But this was a year ago, and after listening to the podcast that Matt did, I'm guessing he has been dollar-cost averaging, and I'm guessing he's very happy that he was. My guess is he looks back over the last 12 months and probably has a positive, if not very close to positive rate of return, and any other method, he wouldn't have. So it worked out well in that situation. doesn't always work out well in that situation. What say you, Logan? Yeah, I mean, when we talk about dollar-cost averaging, we talk about you know, you're buying at highs, you're buying at lows, you're buying when the market is, is level. So having it over the last year, being in, putting in every month or every couple of weeks, putting in a portion into those custodial accounts, you're buying the market when it's down, which is fantastic. You're, you're continually putting that money in and then letting that grow over time. Um, and having that large lump sum and doing that where you're not just throwing all of the money into the market right away, it avoids the inevitable of if you do it right now versus do it in a week, something bad might happen. So you put in your huge lump sum, inevitably it's going to be down 5% the next day. It's just kind of that kind of how it happens. Um, and doing the dollar cost averaging and being able to buy whenever the market's in a lot of different conditions limits you on having to time the market all the time. And if you do set up that dollar cost averaging schedule, I would be strict about it. I wouldn't say, okay, now it's coming up on my second dollar cost average where I'm supposed to put a third of the money in. So I'm going to wait a week because the market looks a little bit um, like it could go down this week. No. If you're on that schedule, put that mark that money in, dollar cost average, and then dollar cost average in the next time. Because timing the market is so difficult. We talk about it all the time on the show. Being able to dollar cost average and buy the market continually over time, I think in general is most of the time the best method. Uh, have you watched the Conor McGregor uh, documentary on Netflix yet? I have not. Must watch. Okay. Uh, explicit. So you know, I mean, it's Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, in the last episode, there's only four episodes, and then he got hurt 
broke his foot against, I'm not sure what his name is, Cowboy something. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. um, he, they asked him about mental versus physical. Conor okay. McGregor, one of the most physical athletes right. in the entire world, obviously, incredible athlete. And you know what he said? In only the way Conor McGregor could say it, it's like he said it's 100% mental. I was just about to try to throw in an Irish accent I there. It was, exactly. I, I was, it was 100%. I got to try it. 100% Irish. Irish, right? Anyways, 100% mental uh-huh. is what he said. 100% mental. Um, and it was fascinating because he said that when he first started or when he when he he's heard other fighters say 80-20 or 90-10 or whatever it may be, but he, he just flat out said 100% mental. This is a guy who, I mean, trains physically more than anybody. Right. Anybody. Right. Who literally says it's 100% mental. 23 years in the business, I am beginning to believe successful investing is 100% percent mental yep hundred percent and the reason is you've now seen this in your couple of years with the business Mm -hmm. people make terrible decisions and they're all in their head it's ridiculous right constantly yep half our job is keeping people from making dumb decisions so Yes, scientifically, mathematically, there's been a lot of studies to show a lump sum contribution is actually better mm-hmm. over time than dollar cost averaging. But you know what? It's like letting somebody win the lotto. Why does someone who wins $5 million 90% of the time blow it in three weeks? Because they didn't earn it. They didn't earn it slowly. They didn't put it away. They didn't sacrifice. They didn't get there. Dollar cost averaging is the same way. Some instances works out really well. Other instances, not so well. Mm -hmm. But the reality is it keeps you in the mental game. Now, Matt, when you start seeing this thing increase and you're rocking and rolling and it's wonderful, but you're not contributing to it anymore, it's for your kids and it's an inheritance. The equation there that I just kind of alluded to is the fact that you could potentially end up making terrible decisions going, oh, you know, we're watching this go down. We shouldn't have done that. Blah, blah, blah. We should just park it in treasuries. No, don't do that. Right. Stick to the game plan. If it's there for college, if it's there for, you know, future, maybe reduce risk over time as they get older, but stick to the game plan. Excellent question. Hopefully you found some value in our answer. We'll send you a $25 Amazon gift card. Maybe you can buy a couple DIY money books for your kids. We need a DIY money junior book. Can we get on that? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, we have the book that we promoted from a friend of ours the other day, like What is a Stock, which Mm -hmm. I really like, but I think we need a DIY Money Junior. I'll put that on the to-do list. (laughs) Yeah. All right, friends. Remember, the secret to wealth is pretty darn simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great one. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get $25 Amazon gift card. This show is for entertainment and educational purposes only and is not intended as personal financial advice. Before making any financial decisions, please do your homework and consult a financial advisor as needed.